The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. As you guys know, Skillshare is an online learning space offering more than 20,000 courses. That's insane. So you get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. That's right. That's crazy. Skillshare is offering all TSC listeners two months of unlimited access to over 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash skinny. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash skinny to start your two months of learning now. This episode is brought to you by Liquid IV, the insane tasting portable powder drink mix. So guys, basically Liquid IV is keeping everyone hydrated, okay? It really enhances the way we hydrate in general. They use this breakthrough technology that delivers hydration to your bloodstream faster and more efficiently than just water alone. I am a huge fan right now of the acai berry. You guys got to try it with sparkling water. So Liquid IV is offering all TSC listeners 15% off at checkout when you enter the promo code SKINNY15. So try this if you're jet lagged, hungover, or just dehydrated. That's liquid-iv.com and enter promo code SKINNY15 at checkout. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha! Honcho was telling them to go on to Sephora and post positive reviews for their products and it was like it was explicitly detailed about how to do it hide your VPN address so Sephora doesn't know it's coming from here and all of this stuff and so a former employee just like put it out there they're like this is what's happening guys Hey guys, what's up? It's Lauren Everts from The Skinny Confidential and I am solo today. No Michael. I got the opportunity to interview a badass beauty insider, Jill Dunn, and I really wanted to pick her brain without Michael because I felt like so many of these products were products that he wouldn't know. We wanted to talk about Drunk Elephant, Glossier, Lancome, kind of everything and really dive into it. This is one of those episodes that you're going to want to pull out the notes app on your iPhone and write things down. I think that Jill comes with so many recommendations. She truly has talked to the best beauty insiders in the market and really been able to pick their brain so she knows her shit when it comes to beauty products, okay? With that, before we get into this episode, I wanted to recommend three beauty products that I am obsessed with right now. None of this is sponsored. I'm just really in love with it. Okay, the first thing that I cannot stop using is DP Hughes dry shampoo. Here's why I like it. Okay, you know how when you put dry shampoo on your hair and it gets like white and flaky and kind of falls off your hair? DP Hue shampoo does not do this, okay? There's something about it that just lays on the hair. So I actually went three weeks without washing my hair. I'm, I'm not lying. Three weeks. Ask my husband. I'm sure he smelled it. And DP Hughes dry shampoo saved my life. I used it probably like eight times throughout the course of those three weeks and I just feel like it gave my hair the right texture and didn't weigh it down with that flaky whiteness. So check it out. I think it's available on Sephora. So definitely check it out. The next beauty product that I am absolutely obsessed with right now, like I can't stop using it, is this oil 
from Elemis. Okay. It's a superfood oil. Now, if you looked at my latest YouTube video, I actually show you how to steam your face with the superfood oil in it. So you get like a superfood oil steam on your face. It's so nice because it smells so good. And also I feel like you're getting all the nutrients and vitamins from the oil in your steam. You can also add more oil after the steam. So you'll just smell like a whole spa situation. I cannot stop telling everyone about this oil. It comes in a green bottle. I believe you can buy it on Elemis.com. Michael's using it. It's a great product to start people off with that are not into skin. It's not super overwhelming. It's simple. It smells good. And it really gets the job done. I'm telling you, those fine lines and wrinkles will be gone. Okay, so the third product that I'm really loving right now is actually maybe not a product, but it counts in this episode. So my latest is I bought this tiny little pink retro fridge. The retro fridge fits a six pack. So I guess it's for beer or alcohol or whatever. I decided to use my fridge for skincare because here's the deal. I was sick of waking up every single morning and having to walk to the kitchen to the fridge to get my iPads or my ice roller or my jade roller or the products that I kept in the fridge. Plus, it's like I don't want all my skin products next to my turkey and cornishins. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just wanted it separate. So I got this mini pink skin fridge. And if you want to know more about it, you can just Google the Skinny Confidential What's in My Skin Fridge. And I put it in my bathroom. It doesn't take up a lot of space. So if you're in like a dorm or, um, you know, you have a small studio, you can totally fit it in there. In fact, when I lived on my own, when I was bartending, I had a very, very small one bedroom place and this would totally be chic there. So it doesn't take up a lot of space. And what's great about it is you can fit all the skin products that you want in it, okay? So you can put your iPads in there. I put um, my Glow Recipe Watermelon Night Mask in there, okay? I also put my Ice Globes in there. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to Google the Skinny Confidential, what's in my skin fridge, because I show you like step-by-step what's in there. I have these collagen drops in there. Anyways, I think a skin fridge is an awesome investment. It's something that looks cute on your vanity. If your woo was getting a little bit too hot, you could throw your woo in there too. And then I also decorated it with woo stickers, which was so fun. I feel like woo stickers are just like so cute. They have like the little bikini and all these fun things. So I decorated the fridge with that. Every girl on the planet who likes skincare should own a skin fridge. Like I'm just telling you, okay? Especially if you're listening to this episode and you're taking notes, get yourself a pink skin fridge. I feel like they have other colors too. All right, so those are three things I'm loving when it comes to beauty. Now, get your composition notebooks out like Harriet the Spy or pull out your phone and use those notes app because you're going to want to really take notes in this episode. So with that, let's meet Jill. Liquid IV, you guys have heard about it on my Instagram stories. It's kind of everywhere, I feel. I mean, I mean, who doesn't want more hydration and electrolytes? So for those of you who are new to Liquid IV, it's non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, made in the USA, and independently tested. If you're starting with Liquid IV, I really like the lemon-lime flavor, but right now I'm having a moment, okay? And I'm having a moment with the acai berry. So what I like to do is, this is kind of weird, but it works, just trust me, is I like to take like an old-school ice cube tray, 
Okay. You know what I'm talking about? You can get them in the market for like $1 or order them off Amazon for 59 cents. And I like to put berries in each of the ice cube holder things, put water in there, and then I freeze it. So then I take my hydro flask. I put my liquid IV in. Take your acai berry flavor packet, pour it in your hydro flask or in your water bottle, put sparkling water in it, and then add your berry ice cubes. I am telling you, this drink will blow your mind, okay? Liquid IV, it's it's just a game changer in general. It's perfect pre or post-workout. I personally like it post. And what it does is it's a hydration multiplier that utilizes CTT. If you don't know what CTT is, it's cellular transport technology. And what that does is it delivers hydration to your bloodstream faster, which is why I love it after a workout. Liquid IV hydrates you up to two to three times faster than water alone and contains three times the electrolytes of sports drinks. So for those of you who are new to the product, Liquid IV is offering all TSC him and her listeners 20% off at checkout. All you have to do is enter the promo code SKINNY15. Definitely try this if you're jet lagged, hungover, feeling dehydrated. All you have to do is go to liquid-iv.com and enter promo code SKINNY15 at checkout. Jill Dunn and Carolyn Higgins are the two badasses behind the insane podcast Breaking Beauty. They were both longtime beauty editors and they were separating the greats from the gimmicks when it came to beauty products. I had the opportunity to interview Jill and really pick her brain about beauty products, which was so fun for me. Both of the women have interviewed everyone from Emily Weiss at Glossier to Tiffany Masterson of Drunk Elevant. You guys might have heard of them. And they've gotten to know a lot of the genius creators behind the most top shelf beauty products. Whether it sells every 30 seconds around the world or whether it's a cult following, they really, really find those products and talk about them on their podcast. Together on their podcast, Breaking Beauty, they explore inside stories behind these icons and all their favorite products. With that, let's welcome Jill Dunn from Breaking Beauty to the show. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. All right, Jill, right off the bat, I'm going to ask you what's one product that everyone who's listening should be using that's under 30 bucks. I'm going to put you right on the spot. Okay, it is the Fresh Lip Sugar. Yes. Really? Yes. I can't stand a chap lip. I, guys have them, ladies have them, and it is like my go-to. I have one in every drawer, every bag. I have the minis. I have every flavor. I just think it's such a great product. Does, doesn't dry out your lips. It has a hint of color. You can swipe it on. And I just think it makes a huge difference. And it also has SPF. What's the specific one? We need to know, like, the color. Okay, I like the rosé color. It came out last year. That's a new color. And I think that it looks very subtle and flattering on everybody. And it goes well under lipstick. Because I know the hu- that liquid lipsticks is such a huge trend. But it can dry out, start flaking off. And I think you can put it under... Uh, liquid li- your favorite liquid lipstick and it's going to give you that nice smooth base do you do it at night um i use another lip mask at night okay yes and so, what's that just so, so, so we get the laneige the laneige lip mask this. um i love that one and then also the bite beauty lip mask which i actually gave you one it's in front of you now it is the agave lip mask i think it's like one of the it's a sleeper hit at sephora and because we're based in Toronto, it is cold. The winters are long. I always say like every Canadian needs to have a Bite Beauty lip mask because it is Canadian, this brand, but also 
it is just incredibly soothing on the lips. Okay, I can't and wait. And the, the holiday collection has like a candy cane one, I think, the one that I um, that's sitting in front of you now. I feel like I end up eating it. I know, yeah. but the, the, <laughs> if you put this one on at night, it does like create that barrier, so it's really nice. Okay, and yeah. and the and the Langley is that how you say it? Laneige. Laneige. Okay, yes. that's that one is one that I'm obsessed with right now. I've been using it, you guys. It's insane. It's so good, and it's a pink. It's a really cute little pink jar. Looks great on the Instagram feed. It, it's it's awesome. That's a K Beauty brand, but a lot of people think it's French because of the name la neige like when you look at it that means like actually snow in french neige so it's french no it's korean it's korean but when you see some of the when you see the brand name l-a-n-e-i-g-e-e i think that's how you spell it it kind of it looks like the name is french okay but it's k-beauty yeah got it okay yeah. i'm obsessed with that you guys I'm, I'm gonna try the little mask she gave me and then i gotta try the fresh yeah it's so good okay that's so like a cult classic it is a cult classic yeah You've interviewed some really, really incredible guests, like Emily Weiss and Amber Heard, which is insane. What is one of the biggest takeaways that you've gotten from these incredible guests? Can you name a few? That's such a good question. I feel like um, Emily Weiss... She really talked about just the, hmm, let me see what she said. I got to. What I liked about that interview, just so I can call it out, is that she talked about being inclusive and not exclusive. Yeah, absolutely. I think sometimes the beauty industry can feel very exclusive. Yes. And very much like squad and, and I don't know. Girl gang. Yeah. And what I like about what she said is that it, it can be an inclusive community. And I mean, I love that episode. I think my favorite of late that I can recall is Bobby Brown because she is the makeup artist iconic. She recently left her brand. She's out there now doing her own thing. She's created a line of supplements. She has a hotel she just opened, but I just loved how she was so true to her own beliefs and her brand. I think with the big conglomerate that owned it at the time, like she was, it was sold to Estee Lauder. I think that she felt like it was going in a direction that she didn't want it to go in. And she just like, walked away from it and I just was like very impressed with how she has moved forward and has created Bobby 2.0 and it's just that entrepreneurial spirit that she has that Emily Weiss has that like every single it's like this common theme that all of these mostly women that we talk to have they are just so dedicated to their own vision and their own their own integrity that they are not willing to waver on that and it is like very inspiring and I think integral to their success and something that Carlene and I were just talking about my podcast co-host Carlene Higgins she's not here but we were saying there's like these little threads that we're starting to notice between successful beauty entrepreneurs Um, a lot of them are into astrology a lot of them have certain numbers that they see everywhere and they take it with them and they take it as signs to take them to the next level of business. Um, between Davis Factor had a number, Barb Stegman from Seven Virtues, she had a number as well. So it's really interesting to see a lot of them um, will quote f- the same philosophers. And so it's really becoming like you see threads of success when you're sitting across from all of these incredible people. That was kind of my next question. Out of all the insane people that you've interviewed, what are the commonalities? And and even going beyond astrology, is there something that they do? Like, is there a morning routine, a ritual? This is a lot of them are part of this 5 a.m. club. I don't think I could do it personally but 5 a.m club fuck yeah, that are yeah. you fucking kidding me no they do a lot of them i'm get not up a 5 a.m club <laughs> i'm more like let, let's work it i'd rather work one to three in the morning that's me too yeah but a lot of them it is a common thread and they a lot of them the other thing fascinating is a lot of them are into cooking 
and they can all cook well or bake well. Everyone from Lev Glassman at Fresh, he, he's just opened a restaurant. Bobby Brown um, is really into food and wellness. Um, Anastasia, Anastasia Soiree from Anastasia Beverly Hills, we just interviewed her. That's coming up soon on Breaking Beauty. She said she loves to cook and she loves to be in control in the kitchen. And I think maybe that's part, you know, like being inspired by ingredients is kind of like making skincare, right? So you do start to see these threads between people when you sit down from an all of these successful and yeah the 5 a.m club is just vicky sigh from tatcha she says she gets up at 5 a.m too and i think they like the quiet of the morning to get through what they need to get through or maybe work out or do what they need to do before there's so many demands on these people in the run of a day that they are they need that quiet time for themselves i feel that from a visceral level yeah. i get mine at night i feel yeah. it when you're like you're constantly on and it's chaotic all day long you need space in yeah. your home where it's quiet like I told Michael I said please don't speak to me until 10 a.m. and I'll set an alarm this morning he's like playing Howard Stern as loud as he can when I'm trying to meditate and I'm I'm sitting there screaming through the house would you shut up I mean it's like I don't want to hear about Artie crapping his pants or whoever's listening to I'm trying to free him meditate Okay, so I want to get into your podcast. Why mm-hmm. beauty? What made you guys get into this industry? How, how did you even start? Yeah, so Carlene and I, we are both longtime beauty editors. We have more than 25 years experience as beauty editors for magazines. So our background is in editorial and, and journalism. And in this age of new media in Toronto, as it is with everywhere, um, magazines are shutting down. Prints are Print publications are now just going fully online. It's just sort of the age that we're in. But what we really loved was all of the stories in beauty that people didn't get to hear. In particular, that was a lot of it had to do with the founders that we got to spend time with. Over the years, we were very fortunate. We went on press trips to learn about new innovations, whether it was Lev Glasman from Fresh or with Charlotte Tilbury. We've both interviewed Pat McGrath behind the scenes, Val Garland, like all of these incredible people. And we just said people need to know these stories and there's just fewer and fewer places to tell them because magazines are shuttering and so at the time we just saw this huge opportunity and huge white space in beauty podcasts and this was January 2017 when we started thinking about it and in iTunes there was maybe three or four beauty podcasts at the time and now there's a new one every single week so we just saw that opportunity and the white space and we knew with our relationships within the beauty business that we'd be able to interview the people that other beauty lovers really wanted to hear from, whether it was Emily Weiss from Glossier or Lev Glassman from Fresh. We just knew that these people were often the reason why these brands were so successful. And they often had compelling, incredible stories to tell. So right away, we were like, we're going to be all about the icons and the icons in the making in terms of products. We're going to help you celebrate, cut through the clutter and separate the greats from the gimmicks. And then we decided to do a narrative format because we really wanted to like edit it and make it really tight. So when people spend that 45 minutes with us, they're going to get a takeaway of like, this is the one thing I want to buy and spend my money on and it's worth me spending money on it. And so we, we really want to get the damn goods behind beauty's bestsellers. That's our whole angle. And we do that by sitting down with founders. So there's 
like I mentioned, some of them, Emily Weiss from Glossier, Anastasia Soare from Anastasia Beverly Hills. And we start with their origin story, where they grew up, what was their first job, all of that, and how they built their brand. What are some products that these women are recommending that you hear over and over and over? Oh, I kind of want to discuss that. I want to get yes. into it because I feel like they're products that you and I maybe use or maybe we don't use. Like, yes. What are some things you keep seeing coming up? Before we get into that, I want to tell you guys all about Skillshare. So, so many of you guys have messaged me on Instagram asking me how I get those moving graphics. That is courtesy of Skillshare, okay? So I think it's so important to refine skills that are really going to build your business and distribute your content, especially if you're an influencer. And I have used Skillshare to do that, okay? I think that that knowing how to do Instagram motion graphics is super powerful in this day and age, and it's it's kind of a skill that I just want to know. Skillshare makes it super easy to learn these kinds of skills that may seem overwhelming. You guys know that I've talked about Skillshare a lot in different episodes. Michael uses it for all kinds of things. I personally love products and services that help you level up, and this is definitely one of them. So what exactly is Skillshare? Skillshare is basically the Netflix of learning, okay? So it has 20,000 online courses and they're taught by people like you and I. They have courses on design, marketing, finance, Photoshop, video editing, video production, personal branding, and so many more. It's kind of like the college of life, but it's online, so it's efficient. So as Michael continues to build out Dear Media and his production team, he's constantly directing his new hires to this platform. I mean, honestly, like it's something that Taylor can go home and do 20 minutes a day and just really refine his skills on. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer for just TSC listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. That's right, guys. Skillshare is offering TSC listeners two months of unlimited access to over 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com skinny. Again, go to Skillshare.com skinny to start your two months of learning now. You want to level up? That's Skillshare.com skinny. I think a lot of people love skincare. We sort of touched on it before. Like I think a lot of people invest in their skincare even more than their makeup because these women are traveling a lot. Uh, masking is huge, obviously, and putting face masks on on the, pl- on the plane. What specific ones? We La need Mer. To get- La Mer is, okay. is all, almost always mentioned. There's a lot of Tata Harper that's mentioned as well. Tata Harper is a... Do you know that skincare brand? Yes, it's I like love her all, stuff. It's all natural and organic. I'm finding more and more people are recommending natural and organic products. The Tata Harper resurfacing mask is one of them. And we we don't get them to like spill out their um, their beauty bag on the table or anything like that. But they typically will talk about their facialists. A lot of them will talk about Georgia Louise. She's a big facialist in New York that they all go to. A lot of a lot of people talk about Biologic Recherche P50 lotion. That's like an iconic product that many people use and it's hard to get your hands on. What is it? It's an exfoliating toner that smells like shit. And it smells like vinegar. I'll put shit on my yeah. face if it makes my, my skin glow. I don't care. I'll put anything on my face. It's, it can get, I'll get dark. Like uh, whatever makes my skin glow. It is 
a cult cult hit tons of models use it tons of beauty brand founders use it because after 30 days it totally transforms your skin that refines the texture it balances what's oil. it called again it's hard to pronounce okay. but it's a french brand called biologic recherche Ugh. lotion p50 okay and we actually did a whole entire episode with the founder of this brand okay. and there he has a medical background so they really do have a different approach to, to the skin and treating the skin and the skin instant but i would say that a lot of beauty founders have tried it all, kind of like beauty editors, and they're going a lot of times for those iconic things. The La Mer, the Lotion P50, um, you know, the the Tom Ford makeup, and, you know, things they know that are really going to be worth the investment, and they love to recommend. I want to get specific with products. That's, yes. I was really excited to have you on this episode because I feel like you're always surrounded by industry insiders and you have all these secret tips and tricks which is what the skinny confidential is all about so I wanted to go into like specifics so first let's start with foundation I kind of want to have a discussion on foundations Mm -hmm. maybe we can talk about our top three favorites what do you see people are recommending what do you recommend what have you seen as as kind of a standout interesting that we're talking about this yesterday I was at Sephora um, here in LA and Makeup by Mario did a master class there so he's Kim Kardashian's makeup artist and he he was like a god in that space yesterday the the lineup was huge to interview him and her sorry to take a photo with him and he had it like so on point it was he was a very serious artist it was amazing but he was talking about how for so long it was just matte skin matte skin matte skin and he was like it's so easy to just put a matte foundation on your face and go out the door because it's it's just easy to cover everything he's like don't mean to brag side note for me it's never been matte skin it's always been dewy glow okay so even when I was like 21 so go ahead I'm I'm feeling good about myself yeah so he was just basically saying you don't need to cover you don't need to be wearing foundation that looks looks like a mask and even if people are doing it on social media, I do not think it's very flattering. It's aging. Yeah. It, it, you know when you like are talking to someone, and this has happened to me too, so yeah. I'm not calling someone out. But you know when you're talking to someone and it's like the foundation gets all crackly yeah. underneath their eyes? Yeah. It's not it's not attractive. I like a like very skin dewy glow. Yeah. I still like full coverage. Yes. There's, there's kind of a fine line, right? Yeah. And so he was just saying that you don't need to be doing that. And I was like, yes, preach, preach, because I totally believe that people have been – especially younger women you do not need to be doing that you will regret that when you're older and you have all these wrinkles and you're just like oh I wish I could have just let my skin shine through when I was younger but I think number one Giorgio Armani uh, luminous silk foundation that's love my, it that's my go-to have you used that one I have I like it a lot yeah and uh, they also have a mattifying one but the luminous silk when I do a lot of television in Canada as well and I wear that on TV all the time and your skin just looks on point okay and if I do want and then the Kojendo water-based foundation have you ever tried that one no I need to try it Japanese brand recommended to me by a lot of makeup artists it's K-O-H-G-E-N-D-O Kojendo okay what if we want to go cheaper because these are expensive ones what what if we're what if we're you know 22 years old we're at the drugstore what are you Mm -hmm. getting okay you know what I am a big fan of drugstore makeup I love so much of it but I do think you should be investing in your foundation I do think that's one place you can do it I agree but a lot the Maybelline formulas 
um, a lot of people may or may not know this, but L'Oreal owns George Armani. They own Lancome. They own, I'm trying to think of the other it one. Cosmetics. It Cosmetics now. And so they're using all of those same formulations in their drugstore brands, which are L'Oreal Paris and Maybelline. Run out to your local Rite Aid yes. and pick up some Maybelline. Yeah. Which is the best one? I, I like their new one. It's the Poreless one. The, poreless matte, one. the matte Poreless if you do want a little bit um, more, but I think um, a little bit more coverage. But I think that they have really good formulas, Maybelline. Okay. And their BB cream is awesome. Okay. Maybelline BB cream. And now yeah. we're going to get specific with powders. Yes. My personal favorite right now is the Laura Mercier Translucent Powder. Yes. I find, we talked about this on your podcast, mm-hmm. Breaking Beauty. Yeah. I find that doing an It Cosmetic, right now I'm into the matte, I told you, with a damp beauty blender over a caffeinated yes. sunscreen yeah. is amazing. And then you do a little bit of Laura Mercier translucent powder with the damp beauty blender that you used with your It Cosmetics cream. I only do my T-zone. I, I don't like... A, powder all over my face yes works really well is there a powder that you would say is better than that um that is one of the iconic ones definitely worth your money um I just tried the Charlotte Tilbury magic powder it's brand new just came out and that one is damn good too need to try that because you know she's a makeup artist she's not gonna mess around with people looking cakey or um or kind of like they it's splotchy and whatnot that's what I hate about powder it looks radiant it looks beautiful and I think anytime you can have a little bit of shine on your face like not too much you want to powder in the t-zone guys don't be powdering all over under you know it you just don't need it it's like you're human like Mario makeup by Mario kept saying this yesterday he's like we are human beings we're not meant to be around looking like statues that are powdered to death he's like your makeup will crease a little bit. No, it's, let's not look like someone embalmed you. Exactly. You know, like yeah. I, I can look all powdered. Like, I, in fact, if I'm, I'm going to hire a makeup artist for when I die, I'd like to be buried and look dewy. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to look overpowdered. Okay. Yeah. Can you get that? You got to write that down. <laughs> she wants a dewy glow, a little bit of a lash. Brush my eyebrows yeah. up. I want no eyeshadow at all. No eyeliner. I'd love an Ardell 113. And please Feathered brow. Feathered. overline my lips. Yeah. <laughs> amazing okay what else you want to know okay so <laughs> let's also talk about the eyes yes. I don't like eyeshadow I'm not a fan yeah I like um, concealer on my eyelid and mm-hmm. the reason I like that is because I feel like it brightens the whites of my eyes and mm-hmm. my teeth mm-hmm. when I put eyeshadow on and it's like brown I feel like it brings out the brown of my eyes and teeth really yes this is for me I don't know if yeah. everyone else feels like this and then if you do a yellow or an orange, I feel like it's bringing out those tones. Yeah. So for me, like just concealer on the lid, I feel opens my eyes. Yeah. What do you recommend for the eyes? For eyeshadow, I think you're, you're onto something. I think a lot of people are very intimidated by eyeshadow. Not only just the color, what color do I pick, um, but also just how do I apply it for my eye shape. So it can get really, it, you're just like, oh, I'm not going to bother. But in terms of quality eyeshadows, I think the best bang for your buck out there is Urban Decay. I wear them all the time everyone says that guys it's it's really fantastic obviously mac as well they are fantastic eyeshadows um and there is i'm trying to think of a drugstore brand that i like for eyeshadows too frankly revlon does really good um eyeshadow quality there is this this i don't know if it's an eyeshadow it might be a shimmer by nyx yeah it's white and it's a shimmer and I put it right in, I don't even know what this is called, the tear duct area? Yeah, like the inner corner. The inner corner of my eyes, mm-hmm. and it pops the whites of the they, eyes. They call that strobing for your eyes I now. don't know what it's called, but I love to do it, and it's like NYX six is a bucks. good one, too. You're right. NYX, even for foundation, is a good one. Uh, that's that's one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah. 
I want to shift to skin. Yes. Okay. I'm obsessed with skin. Mm -hmm. We talked about this on your podcast. I mean, it's, I just, I think skin is in lead with your skin. Definitely. Don't just try to be covering up with makeup. Skin to me is like the star of the show. What is your routine like? I, okay. It's kind of, you end up being a bit of a guinea pig as a beauty editor. I get everything sent to me. I'm very fortunate, but you very quickly learn what you're not even going to put near your face for your skin type totally and don't I feel like I don't recommend 90% of the products I try I don't even put them on my Instagram story or on my blog yeah and I I am a big believer in that I don't shit talk products that I don't think are good I just probably won't mention them Um, and I also think skincare is very personal like you want to have something that works for just because something doesn't work for me it may work for somebody else I don't want to like you know slag something off that may not work for me but it might be someone else's holy grail product right but for me I have been for probably 10 years using Dermalogica special cleansing gel I have the I have the spa size in my shower it has a pump on it it is it takes all of my makeup off I love it I'm a little bit of an oilier skin type so I just love that it takes everything off in one fell swoop I also use their pre-cleanse oil first so I'm I'm really really big into cleansing so Dermalogica pre-cleanse and then the Dermalogica special cleansing gel I am a fool for a good exfoliation in the shower as well I love um this Caudalie product I it has uh what is the name of it yeah it's just their buffing facial scrub and it is so nice and very very gentle and I exfoliate almost every other day because I just have oily skin and I think it's so important to like Dr. Dennis said the more you can exfoliate the better yeah I love his product too the alpha beta Peel. peel I haven't used it in a bit but I just think like right now if you're talking about trends peels and tonics um, or exfoliating toners are absolutely massive. Dr. Dennis said at Sephora, he said, if you're going to invest in one of his products, go for the peel pads because peels, people think, oh, I just need them like once every six months. Yeah. No, you can peel your skin every single day. It's not going to actually shed off. Yeah. I mean, I use his peels probably five times a week. I bring it all the way down to my nipples. Yeah. What did you say? Take what? it to the tits. I'm taking it to the tits. I'm <laughs> taking it under the tits. I'm taking it to the fucking belly button. That's Carolyn Hiron's. Got to give credit where credit yeah. is due. But Take it to the tits. <laughs> yeah. She's We're take- stealing that from you. Yeah. Take it. To- <laughs> this episode should be called Take It to the Tits. But um, yeah. And then I think there's, and then for me, I also love to use an exfoliating toner. I will use use the Biologic Recherche P50 um, on occasion or the Pixi Glow Tonic. That's iconic. That's at Target's like $15. Um, so cleanse, use an exfoliating toner. Um, and then my serums, it gets kind of crazy. I love what's uh, t- t- to not overwhelm everyone. Yeah. What's one serum they have to have? Okay, I love SkinCeuticals. Everyone says that. Yes. Shout out to Allison Broad PR because they just sent me that, okay. and I cannot wait to try this. Everyone keeps telling me this. It's in a brown kind of apothecary bottle, and why that's important is because light will destabilize vitamin C. So I'm all about vitamin C serums, SkinCeuticals, CE Ferulic, or there's also one for oilier skins. It's the CF Floritin, which I will use that one in the summer. But it just freaking works. You will see results. And if you're going to be using vitamin C, it like I said, it can destabilize in light, dark. It's just a very volatile ingredient. So if you're putting it on your face, you want it to be working. And I know that those are just tested to the nth degree and they work. I think there's a lot of like products out there that say they have vitamin c in it but honestly if it's not in a pump and it's not like or in a, a dark bottle dropper if it's just in a tub of cream it's probably not really doing much huh 
That's interesting. Because light and air and heat and everything just totally degrades vitamin C. And sometimes now you see vitamin vitamin C powders, like The Ordinary has one for five bucks or something. And you can mix that into the powder into your regular moisturizer, which I do on occasion um, if I want to switch up my vitamin C. What is going on with The Ordinary? I okay, know. let me just give you like a little bit of background. Yes. I, everyone keeps asking me about this brand. Yes, this is I on have, my list of topics to talk uh, to you yeah, about. Yeah, I have yes. not tried it yet. Yes. But I, but I went and did a deep dive yeah. into what's going on with, with, with uh, the whole thing. Uh, and I wanted to read everything and be completely educated. I've heard from everyone his products work. I can't yes. believe I haven't tried them. Like, what? what's the status here? Well, first of all, they're Canadian. Okay, Desiam. can you just give anyone who doesn't yes. know what's going on background? So Desiam is a parent company of, and they have, Desiam is Latin, I think, I don't know, something to do with Latin for like an umbrella of 10 products. Anyways, The Ordinary is the most successful brand that they have under Desiam. And the whole idea is that it's no frills skincare that works. Pretty much no, there's nothing more than 15 or $20. Most things are 5 to $10. And what they're doing is just strip back all of the marketing, strip back all of the over-packaging, and strip back the kind of like fancy sort of there's no models there's nothing like all of the things that brands would be spending money on they've gotten rid of that it's just totally streamlined the guy ingredients sounds that like work. a genius yeah so we interviewed him if you guys want to listen to one episode it's um january of 2018 it went live i can't remember the episode number his name is brandon truax he is the founder of desium tell and us everything is he cool he is so cool i think that he you get a very, very good picture of his unfiltered personality in our interview. He like tells this incredible story about when he was working at a movie theater when he was 15 and he said, I'll work here and I'll do everything you need to do. But the one thing I will not do is clean the bathrooms. And so they, at one point they were like, Hey, it's your turn. You got to clean the bathrooms. And he was just like, uh, no. And then he went in and he had a bucket full of soapy water and he literally like took the soapy water bucket and threw it all over the bathroom and just walked out. And so he has been sort of a rebel for a very long time, his whole life. And this brand is kind of like the rebel of the beauty industry right now. And he, he is the owner, but um, Estee Lauder has a 28% stake in it. So just last week, the Ontario courts, um, he was he was doing a lot of sort of erratic things on Instagram that they were not liking. He shut down every single Desium store around the world just from an Instagram order. And and his Instagram, like the reason for me, it's like you want to you want to look at it. Yes. Is that he it's not a perfect, perfect aesthetic. No, like it's just really raw and real and very different than anything that's in the beauty industry he's kind of doing there's this book called the kim kardashian effect where okay. it's like just shameless promotion yeah he's doing that in a way but that people can't look away what i'm what i really frame him as and a lot of people have asked us about him too carlene and i will often say he's just there's transparency a movement happening with transparency in the beauty business right now and he is radically transparent he is making it so raw, so unfiltered that it's sometimes uncomfortable to watch. And you're not really sure exactly what's happening with him personally. But, you know, the the courts have removed him as CEO as it stands right now. But last night he was in New York and he was on his Instagram again saying that all things are going to be, we'll all understand everything soon. And so it's sort of this stay tuned and you're like, what is happening? Love a conspiracy. But, but like people will, he'll do that. And then somebody, he'll like put out something very, 
kind of like outrageous or you're just like oh my god they're shutting down every store and in the comments somebody will be like but what about my dry skin like they still just want to know what product to buy right because it's so cheap and it works I I always tell Michael I'm like give me anything yeah just don't give me boring yeah so I so true you can give me any kind of personality yeah just don't give me boring yeah have you noticed this like beauty drama that's going on right now in the industry have you been keeping up well I well uh, here's what I have to say about it I am a huge fan of Kat Marnell. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that is? Yes, yes. Okay. She, she used to be a beauty writer at Lucky, and yes. uh, she wrote that book. And She wrote How to Murder Your Life. Mm-hmm. And you guys, if you haven't read the book, it's amazing. And mm-hmm. what I like about her is that there was all these cookie-cutter beauty situations where mm-hmm. there was all these different levels, and you had to you know, you had to get to all the different levels. And she came in like just, just this wild card. Yeah. I love a wild card. She was all over the place. She was so transparent about her drug use. She talked about taboo things and just hit the industry like um that the, that looney tunes character the one that spun yeah like the whirling tasmanian or yeah tasmanian yeah. devil like yeah. just went crazy and then i feel like what happened is another layer bloggers came in yeah and bloggers didn't have to go through all the different you know d- to be the editor of their own blog so the industry is sort of changing where people are taking it into their own hands it's not so mm-hmm. much now you know you can start a podcast you can start a blog yeah and i feel like she was kind of a crusader of that so i yeah. i like how the industry is changing i i don't like cookie cutter things like i said i don't like boring yeah and they i mean last week there was some drama with sunday riley i don't know if you saw that but one of the do you know that skincare brand they have the c um yes i do good jeans and it's like a luxury line that you see in a lot of high-end department stores and a disgruntled former employee sent out it posted their internal email on reddit after they had left the company where um, i'm just going to pull it up right now where basically the company head honcho was telling them to go on to sephora and post positive reviews for their products and it was like it was explicitly detailed about how to do it hide your vpn address so sephora doesn't know it's coming from here and all of this stuff and so a former employee just like put it out there they're like this is what's happening guys i mean but here's the thing that doesn't shock me at all i feel like every single beauty brand's doing that probably some people don't yeah i mean there's so many beauty brands that do that but i think it's very important how they respond to these things because it's you need consumers trust and you know they just basically said that it was somebody who doesn't work there anymore sent that email and you know we're trying to be transparent and there's a lot of reasons for doing that because competitors are writing negative reviews and stuff but to me it just felt a bit like they were passing the buck and they just need to be like you know what that wasn't cool and we our trust we need to work hard to build the trust back with our customers but and then there's youtube drama there's just like it's never been more dramatic in the beauty business and i've been doing this for 20 years i think what's happened with social media is that Mm -hmm. there's so many people that have a voice now yeah for me it's like i like i said give me anything like the conservative beauty world like that that's boring to me i like to shake it up i like these people that are shaking it up and the people that are doing it like brandon from desium he's he created he just dropped that line at the end of 2016 how much buzz has that created and people just love the products because they feel like they're getting the real deal ingredients for rock bottom prices and they're like I want to support this man he's actually giving us something we've been wanting and um, so we'll have to stay tuned to see how he's still involved with the company how do you think the industry has changed since blogging and influencers came about oh I just think that for sure there's so much more transparency and people want it and I just think that we're getting to a saturation point where people are like holding a jar of cream and 
they're saying that they use it, but they probably aren't. I think people are getting really smart. They just see through that kind of stuff. And you really need, like you talked about it earlier on our podcast, like your partnership with Dr. Gross was so natural at Sephora because you actually use everything. You love it. And you talk about it because you love it. Sure, there's some times where, you know, we all have to keep our lights on. So sometimes you can um, leverage that partnership to, you know, make income. But at the end of the day, if it's just like a barrage of stupid serums on someone's feed, like I just don't buy it. And I think that the that's going to we've reached that saturation point and now credibility and authenticity have to really come through in order for people to be like, wanting to support you with a discount code or buy go through and buy something because you recommended it and I even with the podcast we find that people really just want us to cut through the clutter and be like what is good what should we actually put spend our hard-earned money on and sometimes it is a Chanel mascara and sometimes it's a six dollar Pantene charcoal shampoo we just talked in our last episode all about the best of fall and what we think you should actually it's actually worth it what's one product one of them is sitting in front of you the Sella skincare it's brand new from canada this and one? it's all based on canadian ingredients i'm obsessed with the packaging okay, i'm trying it live this is is that the essential bomb that i gave you right this there is the essential bomb. can yeah. i use it anywhere yeah you okay. can use it anywhere and why is this product so good it is mostly all natural it's cruelty free i'm obsessed with the product it's kind of like marbly and it's created by a spa owner in toronto so i just know that she's tried absolutely everything and she's not going to bring something to market that's not luxurious that's not like doesn't have efficacy it's just really 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 great you guys yeah it's so good it's called cella like oh my god it smells so good it smells like a spa yeah and she has like scrubs and it's expanding into the states it's a miracle use oil i like that it has elderberry evening primrose yeah juniper berry rosemary lavender blueberry yeah smells amazing yeah and we recommended the chanel 3d printed mascara because we just thought it was a cool innovation and um yeah I don't know there's just there's we really try to just bring people stuff that as editors we're like oh that's that's we've seen that before that's a gimmick we're not going to talk about that but this is the stuff that we loved and you guys need to know about because beauty at the end of the day is really fun when you can share what you love and that's you know what we love to do and what we're just like we're just like shooting the shit today talking about all the stuff that we love that we have in common and it's always fun to learn something new too I think with with going back to with influencers I think Mm -hmm. it's it's first of all if I'm going to collaborate with a brand that I've never tried I think I have to try it for a month oh yes I I have to you can't expect me to I always tell my managers or like anyone I'm like it's I'm not Vanna White yeah right I'm not gonna stand there and like hold the product like this such a good way of putting it no I'm not Vanna White and you know even going further than that I'm not an actress yeah I was at an event a couple months ago and you know they're feeding lines to me and I had to say I'm I'm not an actress I'm not your ear they're feeding you lines no they were telling me off camera what to say and I turned to them and I said I'm I'm not an actress I can I can sit here and I can tell you about this makeup product all day long why I love it in a very organic way but I'm not gonna sit here and read lines and with your key messages no I'm not and and even when brands send me key messages I'm like this is great but I have to say it in the way that I'm gonna say it because Again, I'm not I'm not an actress. I'm not going to memorize the lines. It's yeah. not a script. This is at me actually using it. Yeah. So I think that if you're an influencer and you're listening, it's really important not for, like you said, every other picture for you to be Vanna Whiting yes. a new product. It's like I find that the most successful partnerships, paid or unpaid, yeah. are the ones that are, they're naturally weaved into the story over time. Mm-hmm. So if I really like something th- that I'm not being paid for, and I'm obsessed with it. For instance, Ardell 113 yeah. lashes. 
that's I love just the number. I love like, the specificity. Yeah, it of the has number. to be specific. Yes. You know that. Um, it, I have to constantly weave it into the story where it's like, this is what I'm using. This is why I'm using it, and and just show it over time. It's, yeah. th- those are the most successful kind of collaborations Absolutely. are things that you actually use. Mm-hmm. I think what's going to happen with with the influencer industry is people they're already starting to smell bullshit. Yeah. It's like you have to actually use the product and become a practitioner of using the product to talk about it and recommend it. Especially with skincare and especially with beauty. I don't have a doubt in my mind that if somebody looks total like a total babe in a pair of jeans, they're going to sell those on Instagram. Just wear them once, take them off, return them, whatever you do. But with skincare, if it's just like we are so lacking for beauty expertise and skincare expertise, that's why your session at Sephora was probably filled to the rafters with girls wanting to know. relevant credible information because it's hard to find and people just want to know what's going to work for them and what's not going to go under their sink and they'll never use again because that's so disappointing um so i think more than ever we need to be able to have people we can trust and lean on for skincare advice and it's more competitive and cluttered than ever before and i will tell you our top 10 episodes are all about skincare people can't get enough people can't get enough yeah. Of skincare. yeah they want to know what to try and even if they have a couple of reliable staples they'll be like oh i just saw biosance and sephora what's that all about and squalene oil oh my gosh this is a new ingredient i see it everywhere can you guys do a deep dive on that which we did uh recent episode and we also did like a one-on-one on retinol and um just kind of these are questions that are coming to us and we want to make sure that we're able to relay some info that we know as editors and if we don't then we have a dermatologist or a skin therapist or somebody on on the show that's exactly how I feel I feel as a blogger and an influencer it's my job to also bring an expert up but I always think of it as like a trifecta it's like a triangle you have the expert you have the influencer who's actually used it and then you have the community's feedback right it's like well I try to look at my entire community as influencers that themselves I want to think about not just a to b of me selling the product but when it gets to the actual girl that uh, that has bought say this oil is she going to tell 10 of her friends over happy hour about this product that it's so good Mm -hmm. you can't as an influencer you can't just think okay I'm going to sell the product and then I'm done it's like what is the girl that you're selling it to how is she going to go influence her own uh, micro community I think that that's so important and if you can bring an expert on like a doctor or a scientist or someone like you who's been in the industry Mm -hmm. and and have conversations like this I think the medley of someone that's maybe tried the product like me with an expert uh, who, who's in the industry makes a big difference totally and I think that's who you know people want to hear from real women too that are like oh I never knew how to use a serum but now I do and we have these great platforms like podcast now where we can do that and talk for 40 minutes if we want to about one product like there's and we can talk we can yeah. do whatever we want we can cuss we can say fuck yeah, fuck 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 exactly fuck. I love it and, and there's no one telling us not to right and you know another thing that I wanted to bring up is just like the rise of beauty podcasts and I love that we're talking about this and I think when we started in March of 2017 with Breaking Beauty podcast, there were maybe, like I said, a handful. Now every other day I see like a Google alert for a new one. And I just love this community and um, that it's it's a huge trend. And a, a, lot, a lot of men just sort of don't get it, I think, initially. But it they is, will. I mean, they Michael's will. already doing skin. Yeah, What's exactly. on your top shelf beauty? Okay, my top shelf right the second Lotion P50 Biologic Recherche. I've, call, I've talked about it. Jeez, you should name your firstborn that. Yeah, no one will be able I know. To it's it. a, and it's it's quite a long name. And I have, okay, let me see. Right now, Hourglass Cosmetics 
Kasha mascara. I did write these down so I would remember to tell you. Okay. Um, the NARS Laguna bronzer is kind of a staple favorite. I've never tried that in any new bronzer. I'm, I'm, the one I'm using from MAC isn't cutting it for okay. me. Do I need to try that? Yeah, it's a really, really good NARS color. Laguna. NARS Laguna. The shade is Laguna. Okay. And the... Oh, yes. This is the thing I'm obsessed with, and I pretty much use it every single day, is the T3 brand of hair tools. Do you use them? Love T3. So I use, I have the interchangeable wand. So there's the wand, the one and a half inch barrel and one inch barrel. And I curl my hair a lot, and I use those like literally every single day. And what else is on my top shelf right now? Oh, the Pixie Retinol Tonic is a new one that I've tried. I've heard this is really good. So they Pixie has the Glow Tonic, which is their traditional um, exfoliating toner, but now they have a retinol ver- version. So you can, it's gentle enough to use every day. A lot of people are scared to use retinol because they think it's going to make them red or flaky, um, but it actually is very, very gentle, and you can use it in place of your Glow Tonic or in you know in addition to it you know just switch it up and I mentioned the Dermalogica special cleansing gel that's my absolute favorite and the Biosance phyto retinol serum is one that I've sort of recently got into so that's a retinol alternative really really great for anti-aging it's not as potent as a retinol you would get from a dermatologist but it is the texture is amazing it feels fantastic. I just saw their booth at Sephora and they're all about like clean, conscious beauty. Um, and they're using a plant-based retinol, which I think is pretty revolutionary. I love revolutionary. That's the yeah. theme of this podcast, I feel like. Yeah, we have so many things to talk about. But yeah, those are those are some of my, my top shelf favorites. There's a couple of Drunk Elephant products in there too, the Glycolic Night Serum. Um, have you used Drunk Elephant before? Yes, I like their products. Yeah, so those are, those are good and... Um, there's one, there's one more makeup product that I love and that is Glossier Cloud Paint. I have it in every color. Have you tried it? Yes, I like it a lot. Okay, so that's, that's like my five minute face go-to. I can use that on lips, cheeks, whatever. I love it. What's a beauty book or podcast or resource that you recommend? Ooh, my favorite used to be Beauty Brains because okay. those were two R&D scientists. They have a podcast okay. and they have been do- podcasting for a really long time. They have an archive of of just uh, basically hundreds of episodes where they're talking, drilling down on ingredients. So that's a really good like encyclopedic knowledge of ingredients. Okay. And then I also love that um, all of Bobby Brown's makeup books. Um, as of last year, it was her. She had her ninth beauty book and that one was all about wellness from the inside out. So, Bobby, we're waiting for you to come on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Bobby, we have so many questions. <laughs> Where yeah. can everyone find you? Okay, so we're Breaking Beauty Podcast on all social media. Please subscribe to us in iTunes and definitely follow us on Instagram because we do a lot of really good giveaways, guys. Ooh, I love a giveaway. Yeah. Thank you so much Thank for coming you. on, Thank Jill. Thank you. It was awesome. Guys, wait one quick second. Have you checked out the TSC podcast site? Okay. It's so good. It has all the resources that we've talked about on all the episodes. It has people's favorite books, their favorite products, um, everything just very streamlined for you in one place. It's got that masculine feminine vibe for the him and her show. It's cute. It's cheeky. It's fun. You have to check it out. It's tscpodcast.com. And then make sure you're following us on Instagram. We created a separate Instagram account. Uh, We showcase guests. We showcase quotes. A lot of inspiration, a lot of fun, a lot of value as always. And that is at TSC Podcast. Make sure you're following along and make sure you stock the website.
As you guys know, we do a episode every other Friday, so make sure you tune in to this Friday's episode. It's going to be a good one. This episode was brought to you by Skillshare. As you guys know, Skillshare is an online learning space offering more than 20 thousand courses. That's insane. So you get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. That's right. That's crazy. Skillshare is offering all TSC listeners two months of unlimited access to over 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com skinny. Again, go to Skillshare.com skinny to start your two months of learning now. This episode was brought to you by Liquid IV, the insane tasting portable powder drink mix. So guys, basically liquid IV is keeping everyone hydrated, okay? It really enhances the way we hydrate in general. They use this breakthrough technology that delivers hydration to your bloodstream faster and more efficiently than just water alone. I am a huge fan right now of the acai berry. You guys got to try it with sparkling water. So liquid IV is offering all TSC listeners 15% off at checkout when you enter the promo code SKINNY15. So try this if you're jet lagged, hungover, or just dehydrated. That's liquid-iv.com and enter promo code SKINNY15 at checkout. 